Well, hello world, and welcome to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm your host, Charlie Marcole, and I'm so glad you joined in today. We will talk about so many exciting things, so stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here. Alexa, play Happy Birthday by Stevie Wonder. Happy Birthday by Stevie Wonder, starting now on Amazon Music. For Confluence the Lifestyle, where confidence meets influence, and I am so happy that you are here. I am celebrating new seasons, answered prayers, and love, because I love what I do. So thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey. Alexa, stop. Welcome back to episode 46, baby. Yes, I wanted it to be like number 50, but sometimes that's not how life works out. You have to take what you can get. And I am happy because I've done 46 episodes. Have they been consecutive? No. Have they been consistent? Yes. And consistency is the key when you want to get ahead in life. When you want to win, you have to be consistent. So welcome back. I hope all is well in your world and that you are on this side of the earth doing something magnificent and being a blessing or impact into somebody's life. Starting with your own. Into all our lives, a little rain must fall. And that's how you know I'm over 40 because I am thankful for the rain. Rain to water my plants and to loosen up this foundation. When the ground looks like chapped lips, honey, you know it's too dry. And too much of anything is never good for you. Too much heat, too much of this, too much dryness, too much of that, too much water. We all need balance, including the ground, because it's called perspective. Welcome back to your weekly dose of realness, rawness, and relevant topics and issues. That's what it's all about. Lifting as we climb to connect the community of women dedicated to making an impact by using their gifts, skills, and talents. Somebody had to change the narrative, and I am blessed that I can use my voice and my platform to encourage, send positive energy, and share authentic advice. Thank you for tuning in each week. Speaking of which, have you left me a review yet? And if you haven't, shame on you. It is super easy for iPhones. 
Even a three-year-old can do it. So come on, y'all. Reviews keep every podcaster relevant. And if you haven't tuned in on a Sunday, you are missing out on a treat. There is no excuse. You can listen to the station. Starting at three. No, my show comes on at two. Two to three. Anywhere in the world. So download the app. And you can go to www.blessedbeats.com. So let's talk about Confluential News. Listen, my favorite childhood movie has decided to become dun, 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 a sequel. Yes, Coming to America is a sequel and it continues to add an incredible list of entertainers to the already star-studded cast. I am trying to keep up, but I can't hardly contain myself. Like, I'm that individual that repeats every line when it comes on. What is that? Velvet. Sexual chocolate. Everybody knows sexual chocolate. But my number one line is, we love the change that jingles. However, huh? We prefer the kind that what? Foes. Yes, we prefer the kind that foes, honey. But I hear they have added Tracy Morgan, Wesley Snipes, and Leslie Jones to the lineup. So I am definitely looking forward to that. In other confluential news, sometimes you have to go big or go home. The actress by the name of Raquel Bailey decided to get the attention of Tyler Perry when she purchased a massive billboard. Guess what? It paid off for her because she has been cast in Perry's upcoming series, Sisters on BET. As it turns out, Perry was already familiar with Bailey's work. Raquel will reportedly appear in the season one finale and possible season two. Go figure. And despite being slightly reprimanded for her method, Bailey says the billboard caught the attention of other industry execs after it went viral. The actress has a number of additions lined up and has been in touch with several casting directors. So what does that tell you? Shoot for the moon, baby. And if you miss, you will land amongst the stars. So shoot your shot. Guess who else is out here in the streets being real confluential-like? Being on the confluencer level. Ha <laughs> ha! Yes, Essence. Essence has decided to open a fashion house. Before the official start of New York Fashion Week, which begins September 6th, Essence will kick off the festivities with a cutting-edge curation of fashion activations highlighting Black creatives across the globe. And on September 5th, they will host a series of panel discussions and runway presentations, including a re take of the beloved Texture on the Runway, a hair show that is sponsored by Kara's daughter and Cream of Nature. So, yes, do it for the culture essence. Do it for the culture in a positive way. 
That's what it's all about. Daring to be different and taking the leap of faith. And another thing that's big in our culture right now is body transformations. Body transformation is not all about weight. However, it is oftentimes difficult to break free from the shackles of a scale. Gosh, I hate the scale. Oh man, I could tell. I could do a whole podcast series on my weight loss issues and body shaming and why I stray away from scales because scales make me depressed, man. Like, because I've been in the gym working hard. So I understand about the shackle of the scale. More than 70% of U.S. adults are overweight or have some form of obesity. And many of them try to lose the extra pounds through different kind of weight loss programs. And today on this podcast, I A brought two dope trainers who have lived it and it is now their testimony because they have transformed not only their body, but their mind and their spirit. Let's go and talk to Felicity and Bree of Reggie C Fitness. Whoop, 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 whoop. Come back, Lyle. Hey, hey. Hey. I feel like I just left y'all, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> this is the after show. Confluence afterwards. Hey, hey, confidence, still me. Influence ain't nothing gonna change. We gotta make it a lifestyle. So, tell everybody who didn't get a chance, you know, to tune in today, tell them who you are. Okay, um, well, I'll go. My name is uh, Bree, and I am one of the trainers at Regency Fitness. And my name is Felicity, and I'm also one of the trainers at Registry Fitness. And how did y'all begin this journey? Because, I, listen, I just saw them, y'all, and they snatched in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right and tight. But you, that's what right. you want to be, right and tight. Not just right. Because people get right, but they don't get They don't get tight. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it, hey, you got to be right and tight. Slim and true, baby. It's a bit different. Stop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Listen, one day I'm going to make me a teaching rap album off of how to teach children how to read. And you literally, I learned how to read from rhyming words. And that's why I'm always rhyming. I love it. <laughs> slim trim. Tight, slim right? trim, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's what you need to tell them. You want to get slim, but you also want to get trim. You want to make fat so tell everybody your story Bree, and then we'll get to you felicity all right oh lord so um yeah somehow i'm on the other side now um training um but i did not start there 
um, like I said, I had a, a early on the show. I had basically my journey kind of started when um, I was just at a point where I had a lot going on, but just I had nothing. You know, you could have a lot, but have nothing. Mm. Um, and that's where I was. Like I was just empty, and I just realized I was now. It was my responsibility to be responsible for my health. I had no one to blame. I couldn't say, well, my parents never gave me the tools or everybody fed me and I'm here now. Because at that point, with, you know, going to school and, you know, doing all this, if to say that I didn't have the tools would, be, would would almost negate the fact that you say, I, you know, I have an education or I've went through school, I've done these things or have experience because it was all at my fingertips. I just didn't know how to, or I hadn't made the commitment or the mind shift to say, I'm ready to do it. That's the difference. And the so, mind uh, shift. Mm. Yeah, I hadn't made the mind shift. I had committed myself. You know, I didn't. I hadn't let the impossible become possible in my world yet. And so, uh, basically, I was at a point. I went to a to the doctor for something simple. Those many things that kind of led up to it. But ultimately, I think seeing it on paper, it was solid. It was deemed. I was deemed morbidly obese, and I came to the doctor for just a you know regular checkup. I had like a respiratory infection. I teach by day. You know, some of the kids then brought in, you know, seasons changing it. But when I got my paperwork back, because they list everything that's going on, whatever your diagnosis is. But the thing about it is I didn't see anything else, but I saw one thing. It said active condition, morbid, uh, morbid obesity. Mm. What? You know, not, not obesity, not overweight. There's a difference. There's overweight, there's obesity, mm-hmm. but morbid obesity mm. was my active condition. And all I saw at that point. No, they didn't. Uh, refuse to you? No, they did not. <laughs> no, right? This? No, they did not. Mm-hmm. They did not. They did me like that, and I and I felt like oh, and I felt hurt. I was hurt when I saw that. Like, how dare they? They didn't even tell. Like, they didn't even talk to me. Like, you can't put. That's not what I came for. But it was a harsh reality. And unless I had saw that, that's that's the last thing on the spectrum of like weight and BMI. It's morbid mm-hmm. obesity. It's just that and nothing else. Mm. And so I'm like, I'm 26. I have the capability of move. I, I feel like I do have the mindset, but I haven't just accepted it. And so I just told God, I remember saying like, Lord, you know, make 27 better for me. You know, I can't go into 27 being the same person. I said, I have legs. I said, Lord, I'll move them if you just allow me to move them. I said, I'll be radical. I'll give up everything. I said, I'm going to give myself one year to shift my life. At that point, I was 287 pounds. And the smallest thing almost stopped me. I had to take a before picture of Reggie C in the sports bra and some pants. That almost stopped me. So many things, you know, the devil's trying to get you. But to, to know that I was going to be exposed in my head, I'm thinking, in my head, you told me to be naked, to take this picture. That was almost the limiting thing, I remember. In God's eyes, baby, you are naked. You, you okay. see what I'm saying? Correct. You, you, okay, correct. But you, you're right. We condition ourselves to believe that we are supposed to be this, you know, because you didn't, like you said, I'm going to be exposed. My, my picture going to be on Instagram. Wait a minute. Wait a I, minute. Reggie posts pictures before and after. He left. Because, see, I can lie and tell you I'm 234. Absolutely. Knowing damn well. Uh, me, baby, I'll tell you I'm a size 8 and I'm more than 18. Okay. Stop. Stop. And you know what's so funny? My brother told me one thing, and it's always stuck with me. Because I used to be kind of hiding who I was myself, being put on. Wrap myself in cloth and clothes and put hoodies on. He said, they see you're big. Mm. 
And it wasn't him being mean. He said that. He said, they see you're being big, so stop mm-hmm. covering yourself. And I finally just was able to kind of walk a little bit better in those moments, you know, you know, as a bigger person, you know, because I was very uncomfortable. I mean, I had, a, I got the best, the coldest headshots. <laughs> coldest ones. Selfies be fine. They ain't got nobody shots. <laughs> so that kind of led me to registering. Like I said, I was 287 pounds. Went to the informational. Person who signed me up didn't even train there. My cousin and me basically got dropped off by another cousin. She didn't even start the program. We went in there as a coalition, left with just two. <laughs> and basically we started out and, then, you know, all jokes aside, it was a community of women. We were all at the same place. I feel like we were almost alike the people who were in my group, just as far as like, you know, professional lives, you know, we were African-American women just trying to do better. And we just didn't feel like we didn't have the tools. And man, when we linked up, it became something powerful. So I, I'm thankful to my coaches and um, so even trainers like Felicity, who was there from the beginning. Of Come the on, journey. Felicity. <laughs> Come on, Sister Fee. Fee. <laughs> yeah, so Fee's been out here changing people, you know, even longer than before I was even there. Um, and I would say like, I would say like the first three months I lost about 60 pounds. Once that 60 was off, I literally had no goals in mind. I literally had to just give up who, what I knew, what I thought I know. I had to go in there like a baby. Because I would have stopped myself. I would have been my own barrier. Mm. And so I remember that. And by the time three months had passed for the first part of the program, I lost 60 pounds. From there, that fire, that catalyst, that's all I needed. See, now it can be done. You know, I I did what I thought was impossible. So then, like, the little things became more possible. These legs began to move a little faster, you know. Because, really, you're so much more capable physically, but we limit ourselves mentally. Because we say, uh-uh, uh and they say you can't do this at that. You say, they say don't jump because if you jump, you mess up. Man, you, if you let go of all those limitations of what you read or what they say, they're telling you what an average person is. Mm. But you're better than that. I didn't, what, first you know, of all, I wasn't even born to be average. Let me say that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And I think that's, we, we right. adopt, like, if I could just go along and get along, uh-uh. I wasn't even born to be your average uh, chick. You know what we tell guys that, come we, on. that I ain't your average chick, but you were per excellence, average. Like mm-hmm. we gotta like the thing yeah. is, I remember my elementary school teacher telling me this, Bree and Felicity, when I was in the third grade. I shout out to my third grade teacher. I think that's why I teach third come grade on. because Miss mm-hmm. Foreman told me. You do. Me, it was my third grade teacher. God, I love her, and some days I wish I can go find Miss Evelyn Foreman. You know, because she told me I was going to be something uh, one day in her class because I talked all the time. She said, you're going to be something one day because you're going to use that for something. <laughs> and look at you. Yes. Put all them S's by me. I talked all the time. But Miss Elvin Foreman told me, <laughs> you shoot for the moon. And if you miss, yep. you will land amongst the stars. And I was like, but I can't go to, you know, when you little, you like so literal. But like mm-hmm. she is, you she are literal. Like she, she was literally right. I, I, I ain't got no goal really. I'm just gonna go. I know that's where I want to land. Just go. But hey, if I miss, I'm gonna still be right things. Still gonna shine. <laughs> Regardless. Regardless. I'm going to shine. So when she tell, like I think about Miss Foreman a lot. Like you know, Miss Foreman, am I aiming for the moon? Am I getting to it? I have missed the moon a lot, but baby, let me let me tell you, I have landed amongst the stars. You know what I mean, so yeah, my goal was this, but sometimes you exceed. 
right. what you your own mindset. And that's the thing. Your mindset at a certain point, like, I feel like God didn't even need me to make a goal because it was going to be so limited. He just said mm. surrender. And that was the thing. Like, it was just like surrendering to my, to my foolishness, my own foolishness, my own limitations. Because at that point, that vision was so narrow. Like, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't able to see the broader picture. Like, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. And it would have been too overwhelming for me. So we had to break that thing down in segments. Mm. With the with the segment, with the chunk. You heard the chunking. Don't act like you don't know that 504 sped. Chunk, baby. Just come on. Chunk come on. I had to I, I had an IEP. I'm not even being funny. I needed an individual education plan. For Fel- uh, you know what that is. You know what, what that is? is? Uh huh. That's <laughs> for them kids that come in that really like them the whole like this. One, two, three. Step, clap, mm-hmm. kick. Kick up hot right here, right. But that—that's the person that you look in the back. She ain't got the step, the kick, the, the go down, the touch the ground. You got to give her the modified version. So that's what we call an education. Yep. The modified. I was modified. <laughs> and but but I needed that at that moment. Like I, this wasn't the breeze. This was no. I had to let myself go. I had that like I didn't know and no thoughts because if I would have had any influence in that sense over where I wanted to go, I would have limited myself. Yeah, I've been saying, but you know, the Holy Spirit just dropped in my spirit. You needed to be in that space because you, yes. you were already an overachiever. Yes, and, yes. And what you could control, you control. Control. But oh, this man. time, you needed yep. felicity. You Yes. Because, see, you could go get... Yes. Had control. Got it. Controlled it. Yeah. And see, that's why I've gained weight in the past. Because I can control that food. I couldn't control that man. I couldn't control mm. them finances. Yes, I couldn't control real. this. But I can control what I put. And it made me feel better only for the time. So what we can control, we will control. So right. that's why you couldn't. That's why you didn't know what you was doing. That's why I you did. needed that commitment. And look. You knew that you, what you was doing. You wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it because I would have tried to find another route to it or another way to do it. And I don't like to cut corners. But I feel like for this know what I was going to do because I had already let myself go so I didn't trust myself in a sense myself enough all I had to do is say move I needed one order move that was it move and move and move and like I said Felicity was just one of the people that helped me I did have a coach who directly helped me but you know we work as a community so many different support systems within it yes Felicity what's your story absolutely um, so I started out, I was, I seen the transformations and I was one of those people that was like, Ooh, I want a transformation. So when Reggie finally posted that he was accepting new clients, um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna sign up. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit it hard. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Um, I want this transformation like everybody else he's posting. So I came in, you know, I did my consultation and when I got through those doors, it was one of those, it was a reality check. And it was like, oh, this is what I got to do to get this transformation? Like, <laughs> it's not as easy as I thought it was. <laughs> and that first three months, I literally spent trying to figure out how to cut corners. And after I stopped trying to figure out how to cut corners and I actually started listening, that's when I got into you know, that's when the journey began, began. Like, the journey didn't start until I told myself, okay, it's time to stop playing. Reggie came to me and told me it was time to stop playing. 
Let's get these results. You want this transformation. You're not going to get it by doing what you're doing right now. And so once I got out of that mindset and I completely, you know, I gave in 100% to the program, you know, I easily lost 30 pounds in my first month and a half. Ooh. And once I seen that, it was like, oh, it's no turning back from here now. Like, I know I can do this. It's not as hard as I thought it was. Girl, well, you wore that first freakum dress. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, first, <laughs> that first head turner. Like, ooh. When you put on, you know, it, and for me originally starting, you know, my goal, it was to get a transformation, but my original goal was just to be comfortable. Like, I had gotten to a point where I was just uncomfortable. Everything I put right. on was just uncomfortable. Mm. So I just wanted to be comfortable. So right. with losing 30 pounds, I'm just like, okay, I'm comfortable now, but I don't want to stop because I feel like there's so much more I can accomplish. Yes. And, you know, that's when I started doing the challenges. Um, I did the video shoot. I did, and I think I did a competition. And once I did that competition, I was like, I've, I've mastered so much more than I ever thought I would be able to do. Sometimes your biggest enemy is your mind. It is. Yeah, it's, it's your it's mind. Definitely. It's, it's your mind. Like, you know, your, your, your mind likes to be comfortable. It really does. And it'll tell you, no, we cool in our comfort zone. Come on, Felicity. Like, we got 30 pounds. I'm like, nah, we, we good. We good. Right? <laughs> no? Yeah. So definitely once I um once I lost that and I seen how much, you know, Reggie feeds into his clients. So when he started expanding and it was one of those, you know, I can't do it alone, will you help? I was like, Yeah, because I had somebody that helped me. So it's only right that I give back and I help somebody else. Like I wanna be able to help somebody like I was helped. So mm -hmm. this journey just you know, it, it's made a complete 360 in my life. And I'm glad I'm, you know, I'm very thankful for people like Brie coming in um, to be able to help her and to see her, you know, turn around and be able to help somebody else. It's like, we're all pouring into somebody and they're going to turn around and do the same thing for somebody else that they just don't know how much needed. Yep. People, this podcast airs every week. Um, and you know, you got people that listen, you know, headed to the gym at the gym, you know, so what are some possible triggers that we as women overall, we're building, build, believing, branding, uh, you know, making babies, trying to make money. <laughs> like me. So what are some possible triggers that women deal with, but that is um, I think the biggest trigger that we as women deal with is taking care of everybody else, but putting yourself last. Mm. Like, that's the biggest thing as a woman. Like, you take care of everybody else. You take care of your family. You take care of your friends. You know, you put your kids first. You put everybody before yourself. And when it's time to do something for yourself, you're too tired to do anything. So, mm. you know, fitness, when you think about it, it's like, okay, well, going to work out, how is that really, you know, me doing something for myself? That's just time for you. It's time to just to be with yourself and reflect on yourself mm -hmm. and do something to make mm -hmm. you better. 
and a lot of people don't they don't see it that way until after they actually get into it and they start doing it and they realize that an hour at the gym can release so much more stress than an hour yes yes because you know what i was gonna say i'm working now i i don't do a fitness program Mm -hmm. per se um but i go to the gym four days a week for my really for my profession Mm -hmm. because i've dealt with now i said people are not children they're households so i'm dealing with 25 different households on top of my household how i was Mm. raised initially so i'm dealing with you know everything from let's say a crackhead child all the way down to you know person that works downtown's child Mm -hmm. and so i'm really to walk on this treadmill for 30 minutes (laughs) i might my sometimes my tears have intermixed with my sweat because I'm like, God, how can I help somebody? So my gym time, and I hate when people try to come up and talk to me because I got some <laughs> earphones in. I'm listening to a book, a podcast, some, some trap music or some church music. You know, so please, if I got that trap in when you walk up on me, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? You know, but I got my music in. Minutes to move from 45. My 45 done moved into 55. Then I said, Oh, I don't even, I feel lighter than from when I walked in the door. You know what I mean? I, I literally shift from being from the moment I walk in, yeah. I walk out because it's the more I work my heart out, the better my heart will be. I, you know, it produces some longevity to my life. You know, I'm more active. You know, I'm not going home, you know, telling everybody to go to their room and leave me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I want women to realize the benefits, the positive benefits Definitely. that working out. And then I got some good friends. That's the gym house, church house, the gym house. I got some good <laughs> friends. You know, that have encouraged me along because it is a journey. It's a struggle. You know what I mean? Like, it's a str- I used to stop at, because I remember you said you went to Whataburger. Mm. You breaking up. Uh, the Wi-Fi dropped. Oh, okay. Um, but I used to go to um, Sonic before I oh. uh, used to go to the gym. Every time I worked out, every single time, didn't realize I was basically not burning any calories because everything that I had just burned off. I'm consuming again. (laughs) Yep. And then getting back. Mm -hmm. Get back on in this car. Over here. Nah, y'all going in. Yeah, but no, seriously. But okay, so what's a no? <laughs> people tell me that y'all have to. They people have to take pictures of their food, right? Mm-hmm. So the good prepping, you know, um, what you can say that to somebody listening. You are what you, what you eat. Definitely mm-hmm. are what you, you eat. Are. So. You put junk in your mouth. Input, you don't output. Feel it. That's a mad problem right there. Input, output. output. 
hey, what you put in is what you get out. What you get out, and that's that's so true. And that's probably the most important thing more than in the fitness. And what people don't realize that is the food matters. So mm. like when we're doing stats, people are like telling me, "Oh no, I'm eating like I'm." I'm like, "Nah, sis. Let me tell you this: for weight loss, <laughs> caloric, like there is a formula. You have to have either." you know, the amount of calories reduced compared to the amount that you're, ex- you know, your expenditure or, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, there has to be a balance. There has to be like weight loss is a deficiency, not talking about building muscle and stuff. So I'm just like, nah, you know, and we have to come to that reality that food is a big part of it. And that's where the more of the discipline comes in. You know, there's classes being set. That's the, you, you, you hit it right there. Mm-hmm. Say that deep, say that D <laughs> word that we all, women, <laughs> discipline it's so many people yeah they don't realize too that not eating is just as bad as eating the wrong thing yes say that again felicity because i'm so i have paid hundreds of dollars too in training i realized when my trainer made me a write down everything i Mm -hmm. ate or drunk that within a day time period right I don't even eat enough, but I drank a whole lot of, he said, you drank your calories. Yeah. And I was like, that's impossible. Uh, he was like, you're not getting the results. Like I had to keep a journal for a week. Right. And I would bring my journal and he would look, he was like, okay, your breakfast did good. You slept six times. You only ate three times a day. Right. How you think you finna burn some more? Uh, Cause I'm finna kill you. And you're going to get weak. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm good. I had. And that weak like, okay. part. Yeah. So you can't even train properly without the right food. And so people yes. are going to snatch that because it's starvation. So you think you're going to beat the system because you ate bad this weekend. Now you're going to try to starve yourself during the weekday. Mm-hmm. And now nothing's moving. And you're going, I'm plateauing. No, you're not. You ain't plateauing. Mm. You're doing right. Your body is mound. You, you, you're not. It's undernourished. Mm. And then when I tell you it, it was like ding, 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 ding. He said, "You drank your calories. You drank." So it. a lot of people think, "Oh, I am going to right because that was me. I'm not gonna eat, so I'm just gonna drink it. I'm gonna drink uh, a banana, a strawberry, uh, and uh, give me a, another a, a turn in. He was like, "This is turning into sugar in your body. That fupa, yeah, it ain't gonna go nowhere." This is turned into sugar. But I'm like, it's a banana because we are conditioned if I eat my fruit and vegetables, right, that I'm doing good. So I'm like, it's a banana, mango. <laughs> Man, <laughs> so much sugar. And you gotta watch stuff like sugar. Yes, fruit is good. Yeah. What did you say? Anything in excess can, can become it's never good for you. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Girl, okay, okay. I I love talking, y'all. Y'all, <laughs> the radio show was so good today. Listen, I'm gonna try to go back and get that file so y'all can hear it because we had some tears, we had some <laughs> real conversations. And so, with this, the last question I'm gonna ask y'all. <laughs> let's talk about the fight for you. The fight for you. Cause you gotta fight. You do definitely. You do. So, I know we talked about the community. Push through. Let's talk about the fight. Has there ever been a time that you wanted to give up? 
pushed you and said, you know, hey, get yourself back over here? Yeah, I mean, you realize how much time you really have to put into self and, and to really see self for what it is and realize like how far you've let yourself go. That was a very ugly period for me. Like when I realized how bad off I was, that's mm. when I wanted to, that, that was a quitting point. Like I was embarrassed or I was ashamed of how, how far I let myself go. And those moments, those are sometimes some of the, the start. Because I'm a committer, so I'll do something. So like, but to see yourself in the marinade in something that you allow to happen is sometimes the hardest thing to do. And that makes you want to quit. It was like almost embarrassment. Um, I would say would make me want to quit. Um, that was like I said, I was exposed. Mm. There's nothing Felicity. I could do. Yeah. What about um, you, Felicity? Definitely, it, it was a self-love thing for me. It was it was finding myself and sometimes letting go and being completely selfish is really hard and it's scary for a lot of people. And I know for myself, I'm the same way. So for me to actually let go of everyone else and say I'm gonna take care of just me. You know, it gets very scary. You want to run away from it, and it makes you want to back out of certain things. So I did almost leave, you know, the fitness journey because I didn't want to be, I didn't want to always be selfish. You know, I'm a natural nurturer. I'm always there to look out for other people. And I knew that backing away from that journey meant that I was going to go back into a place that, that ultimately had me in an unhealthy place. So I had to take the time to just say, you know, this is about you right now. Don't worry about anybody else but yourself. Take care of you. But after a while, you know, I actually sat down and I talked to my mom about it. And my mom was like, keep doing what you're doing. doing Because what you're doing is, you know, is making it so much better for you. She was like, you yourself as a person have become so much more whole since you started this journey and she was like don't stop because of something that somebody else is saying she said if you enjoy doing it do it Mm, that's good take care Mm -hmm. of you put yourself first because some people don't realize that self-care and self-love it sometimes has to be i don't want to say selfish right because you're not being selfish because you're actually giving to somebody you are giving to yourself you know what I mean? Like some people have come to me like, I, you know, you ain't been a good friend. And then I had to really look look them in the eye and say, guess what? I haven't been a good friend to myself. Mm-hmm. What about me? <laughs> That's real. Hello, somebody. I ain't been a good friend to me. I'm pretty sure. You know what? You're right. Because I'm sorry to my own self right now. Yeah. Because I haven't yielded to her. I haven't taken care of her. I haven't taken care of her heart spiritually, mentally. You know what I mean? Like we said, mind, body, right. and spirit so i can't lose weight if this one's out of sync with this one because one thing about us our mind our body it and is. our spirit it's it one is line definitely. it's, it's not. not a diagonal line yeah and so if that's out of if that line is not you know aligned <laughs> yeah come on that that it straight ain't linear no more it's not it's not <laughs> Man, it's not. Listen, it's going out which way and yonder and around the corner and the mulberry bush. You can give it up. You can get nothing is nothing. going to happen. Weight loss, nothing. happiness, uh, a happy person, a good none of those things that you desire 
what happened if the mind, the body, and the spirit is not all in sync? Because we are temple. We are temple. Well, thank y'all for coming on to Confluence Lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I always end with this question because some people, you know, like, hey, ask me, how did you come up with Confluence? Mm-hmm. I yes. said confidence <laughs> and influence put together. Oh, hello. That's beautiful. Very yeah, simple, very like, needed. Very needed. Like, how needed. are you using your confidence at, to make an impact on your community? Because some people have it, but they don't use it. I don't want to say flaunt it. You know, that's why I was like, I got to get ready. But then I done met two dope trainers today who use their impact. So what is in your mind? What is a definition of a woman of confluence? A woman of confluence is just a woman that is just an everyday woman who lives her life freely, is there for herself. She's, She's full of love, full of happiness. And just exudes all of that. Man, thank you so much for using your influence to make an mm-hmm. impact in the community. Tell everyone can find you so you can be their trainer. <laughs> well, um, you can definitely find us at ReggieCFitness.com, uh, Reggie ReggieCFitness on Facebook and Instagram. And my personal Instagram is underscore LaBella Makeup Life. Uh, so it's L-E-D-E-L-L-A Makeup Life. Brie, you came right back in at the perfect time. <laughs> hey! <Tell everybody. laughs> what is your definition of confluence, Brie? My definition of confluence to be confident and influential. Confidence is what's going to give you that spark. I didn't know it made a big difference in who you are, so I'm thankful that God allowed me to see my value in myself. And I just hope to influence somebody. And I think it's almost selfish to think I want to influence somebody. Um, and I hope I'm not saying, because it's not about me wanting to do it. It's about needing to do it. It's what mm-hmm. we're made to do. We're designed to be a vessel and to influence somebody. Um, so I would say, um, I think you show your, you know, being confluenced, Showing confluence is um, using your gifts in the capacity they were designed um, selflessly while caring for self. Love it. Tell everybody where they can find you so you can train them and get them in shape and get these. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You got to have fun with it. You do. You do. The world beats us up enough. I tell people, you know, have fun with it, but that's real. <laughs> but uh, you can find me at motivated underscore two in a T. And that's it. And that registry is it. And that registry finish. Uh, yelling us into getting into shape. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all check them out. Thank y'all so much for coming on to the show. I appreciate it. And we appreciate you. Friends. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Thank you. We're influencing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much to Bree, Felicity, and Reggie for visiting me in the studio and being a part of this podcast. You know, the conversation was so good that you got to go back and hear it. I definitely want you to hear it because... 
the yokes were broken. And it let me know that, hell, I'm dope. And sometimes I don't give myself enough credit and I seek validation in other people. And like, did you like the show? Did you listen to the show? And then, but when I saw them crying and thinking about their journey and how they trust the process, surely I can do that for myself, man. You got to know how dope you are without validation, without congratulations, and without pats on the back. Sometimes you got to give the note to your own self. Hey, girl, you popping. But most importantly, on this journey, you must remember to strive for progress and not perfection. Because perfection, you will never find. It is hard to measure your stick to perfection. I'm going to leave you. With me singing a snippet at your best, you are loved. I love you, Confluencers, and thank you for being with me on this journey. Happy birthday, Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. At your best, you are loved. Yay, you're a positive, motivating force within my life. Should you ever feel the need to wonder why I let me know? Well, that's it for me this week. I'm off to meal prep and wrap my mind around my assignment. Be sure to download the Best Beats app so you can stay connected and tune in every Sunday from 2 to 3 for the radio show. Until next time, be a contagious influence wherever you go. See you next week. Smooches.